guys, I'm not even quite sure where to begin, you know? Um, so, my new assignment for my job um, this week was to go out canvassing. Canvassing, for those of you who are um, unaware or uncertain, not, not familiar with it, canvassing is when uh, a group of people will go out or an individual will go out and you are looking for people to register, sign up, or um, sign a petition. I am particularly canvassing for um, voter registration, um, advocating, um, you know, voter awareness, voters' rights, and making sure that people who are registered or who are getting registered have their information up to date, because that's very important. Sometimes you can lose um, your registration because your information changes. Um, maybe you moved, maybe your marital status changed, um, got married, became widowed or widower, um, divorced, whatever. Um, and those things affect your voter registration. A lot of people are unaware of that. Also, a lot of people are unaware of what reality is and what support is and what, uh, what action and you know, uh, activity is, what action is, and what uh, progress is, they have to be unaware, because for most of us Americans to sit home, or go to work, and come home and sit home, and complain about the state of the union, the state of the nation, and then have absolutely nothing to do with it, is so regressive, that is the opposite of progressive it literally sets us back so much more almost back to before the country was entirely established why because that's when people didn't have a right to vote and then when they gained the right to vote many were unaware of how you vote and who you vote for um slight paraphrase history majority of the people that ever voted were always noblemen or people of power and position. So everyday civilians are not used to that democratic, or were not used to that democratic process of majority win. Um, even today in America, majority majority of people are not uh, sure what that is. You know, when you grow up in a household, or sometimes in a very strict household or religious household, you're always told by your parents or whoever you know your guardian is what I say goes. When you're in school, it's kind of the same thing. Um, on your job, it's kind of the same thing. Well, we have this awesome, awesome, awesome uh, strategy here in the United States called the democratic process. The democratic process allows each and every civilian who is a U.S. citizen, um, it gives you the opportunity the right and the power to elect, which means select, which means chooses, you get to choose the person that represents your city, your municipality, your school board, your mayor, your sheriff, your judges, you get to choose the governor, <laughs> you know, you get to choose these people. You get to choose the representative of your district. I already said that. And most importantly, you get to choose the president of the United States. Um, sometimes, because other people did not, because a lot of us are unaware of who's running or when these elections take place, 
um, we miss out on those minor votes and we only hear about the major votes, the gubernatorial uh, campaign, you know, who's the governor going to be. We, we miss out on the uh, the race of um, president, I mean, not president, but like uh, mayors and stuff like that. You know, we miss the immediate local uh, elections. Sometimes people don't even care and they only... They only take uh, part in the presidential election. All of these elections matter, people, each and every single one. And I do understand sometimes life happens and we're not able to get to each and every um, poll for every election. But it definitely matters. Are we not paying attention to, to, uh, to, the, to the rights we're losing, to women losing their, their own ability to choose um, what they want to do with their bodies? How sometimes uh, abortion can save a life? Let me tell you, my mother, uh, God bless her soul, um, she's not here anymore, but after me, she wanted to give me more siblings, little brothers or sisters, or both, but she uh, constantly had, and I hope she don't mind me discussing this uh, in her piece, she had um, cysts in her uterus. Sometimes... She would even get pregnant, but she would have uh, the baby born in the in the tube. I think it's the fallopian tube, or you know, on the outside of the uterus, outside of the tube. And I think it's called an atopic pregnancy, or or baby, or something. I'm sorry. I apologize for for getting the um, terminology incorrect or not completely um, understood. But there are a lot of things that happens to the, the human body or the female body that science still does not understand. Um, but with what they can do, they can save a life. If that, if that baby develops on the outside of her uterus, one, it's not ever going to really, truly, fully develop, but what will form can kill the mother or the woman that is, that is holding, uh, that is, that is pregnant with, with the, the baby. And it can most definitely kill the child. I mean, how is it going to receive nourishment? They develop in the womb. The womb is the uterus. How are they going to develop? How are they going to live? How are they going to sustain? Neither will. And it can be deadly. Um, I know a lot of men don't understand, don't know, or don't don't care. And that's very sad because we all came from a woman. Um... It's actually pathetic. Um, I know a lot of religions, a lot of major religions, speak against certain things like that. Um, I also think if you kind of really look into your religion, does your God want you to suffer so much that you die? Does the God that you serve want you to be in such unbearable pain that you hate your body the God I serve is love everything that matters is about love and life is about love a rape victim should not uh, be persecuted for not wanting to give birth to a maniac 
or a sexual offender's child. And I just—it's beyond selfish to me to think that um, people don't support that. To think that people think or even want to argue with you about that. If it was your mom, you know. If it was your sister, if it was your daughter, if it was your wife, if it was your girlfriend, if it was you, if you're a woman listener, I believe every person has the right to choose what they will and what they won't do with their body. If the creator gave us free will, who are we to take it away? That was kind of me going in too deep about that, but I just want to put that out there. That's that's our first most um, precious right already being stripped away. What's next? How will we combat that? We, we won't combat it if nobody wants to vote. You guys, I am out here beating the streets in the heat in 96, 99 degree weather. I don't know. It's hot, you guys. It's hot, y'all. It's hot. I'm out here simply just asking people to register to vote. Just register. I've been out here for about an hour and a half. Maybe an hour and 40 minutes. You guys, I've gotten so many no's. I've been to one city park. And everybody was kind of like in the zone, chilled out. So I said, you know what? Maybe this is just the wrong environment. Because this doesn't seem like a very, at least where I was at, people don't seem very... uh active, interested. Maybe that's an American thing. Um, so I came, it was like a more secluded park. It was out like in a in a neighborhood by a big lake and everybody was kind of just like real, you know, um, zen, I should say. They were kind of real zen. So I said, okay, well, maybe this isn't the way. So then I came to a downtown uh, park here in downtown Raleigh and I walk the park, nobody. Ask these moms playing over here with their kids, nobody. Uh, Ask some parents I saw playing with, uh, play, uh, watching their children play in uh, this, this, this water feature, like this fountain thing that the kids can get in. No, thank you. Uh, walked up on a couple of uh, people uh, sitting in these tents because there's like a cafe or something here. I mean, these tables with umbrellas on them. No, thank you. I'm already registered. I'm good. No. Um, I'm going to tell you guys this. Years ago, over 10 years ago, um, maybe, I don't know, 16 years ago? Has it been that long yet? Before Obama um, got in office, and when Bush was still a president, and I was a young person, a younger person, and I could vote, my mindset was, you know, I don't want to vote. My votes don't matter. We already went to war. They're going to do what they want to do. Blah, 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 blah. When your friends and your family members are getting pulled into a war that now they say was a war over nothing but oil, and now we're paying $5 a gallon for it, 16 years, like, come on, man. But when your friends and family members get pulled into a war um, and they don't come back home, when your spouse is constantly being pulled away for deployment <clears throat> to uh, 
to to guard and secure the seas and bases and um i guess allies and you're home for months and almost a year at a time by yourself or with children or worrying or having to deal with the person that comes back with ptsd oh so they come back and they lost their friends or they probably had a mental snap or mental break but they're still not back you know now so you lost a lot of other friends but then your spouse comes back or your family member comes back but they didn't really fully fully return because they're suffering from ptsd and you have to worry about your safety as well as their own safety will they harm themselves are they a harm to others can we work this out can we pray this out or should i have to, or, or should i call the base or, or should i call 911 do i have to lock them up I mean, in a mental institution, you know, it's those are some real serious concerns and that's some real life experiences. When these things happen, it makes you sit here and think, how can we have stopped this? How can we prevent this? How can we alter these things that are happening that we do not, we no longer want to happen? We can vote about it. We can choose the people who help run our country. We can choose the people who help run our military. We can. You know why? Because when we ju- when we vote for certain people in office, they help us. They look out for us. They people were talking about pro life. The 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 liars uh, that say they're pro life are all about control. They're about pro control. When you get people that do not want you to be in charge of your own life and your own body, that is not pro life. But you don't have to keep those people in authoritative positions. You can vote those those jokers out. We could strip their power. And my biggest problem is <laughs> those people vote, man. Those people show up to rallies, y'all. Those people support you guys. Those people are registered. Those people listen to what's going on. And the worst part about it is they're not even listening to the truth and they eat it up they devour it devour it excuse me they devour it and then they support it then they act on it they give action to it they activate their their progress they go out in droves and they tell other people about it they start phone banking they start communal communal sessions where they can have like town halls and they can have watch parties for the campaigns and the polls and they can you know what I'm saying like they do whatever it is they need to do to get their person in office to get their person in a position of power to get their person in a place where they feel like this person is immutable they cannot be moved this is going to be like a like people think supreme court justices are are unmovable wrong congress can fire them basically Congress can, um, what's the word, what do they do to the president? Congress can impeach a justice, like Clarence Thomas. They can impeach them. They can say, thank you, your services are no longer needed here. We'll take your badge, we'll take your security badge at the door. You know, you know how they do it. But... Y'all, none of that stuff is going to happen if we don't vote, y'all. And it's just so um, bewildering to me that everybody wants to complain, but nobody wants to help be the change that we all desire to see. 
we all deserve to see. And that change begins when we all work hand in hand. When I'm out here beating these streets and ask you guys to register to vote, please register. I can't do anything with your information except for turn it into the, to the Board of Elections. Because I would never do anything to anyone that I don't want done to me. And guess what? I've already had to deal with identity fraud. I've already had to deal with, with scammers. I'm not doing that to nobody else. That's a headache and a nightmare. And it's such tedious work trying to get your own identity back. Then you're kind of like, my credit's so bad, keep it. Can I, can I be somebody else? Gee whiz. You know? You guys, it's just so, it's so upsetting and it's so disappointing. And um, I'm not unnerved, but in the, kind of in the midst of it, it rattles you. It hurts you. It hurts me. Because these are the people that need the help the most and they're all like, I'm okay, I'm good. No, no, sir, no, ma'am, we're not good. And nobody's going to be good until we're all on an even playing field, to, until nobody is in lack. That's when we're good. To nobody is oppressed, that's when we're good. It hurts my heart, you guys. It should hurt the heart, it should hurt the soul of everybody that hears this, to know that we all have the opportunity and we have the power to literally affect change literally affect change yes i'm getting tongue tied <laughs> i am tired but i'm still motivated guys i'm still motivated i'm about to get back out here i'm not done but at the same time i really need you guys to support i really need you guys to help i really need you guys to participate register to vote people vote when you do register <laughs> as much as we have our phones Google when the next poll is. Google when the next campaign is. Google the next election date, which the next election date is in November. And this is why we need people registered as soon as possible. Because you got to understand, they have, there has been so much voter suppression since the last uh, person was in office that millions of people are blocked from voting and they don't even know it. And the ones who fight for it are having such an uphill battle getting their right restored. The current president, um, Biden, has uh, his, his, his cabinet or whatever has been working to reverse a lot of those to, to stop the redistricting or to make the, redistric- make the redistricting uh applicable in a way that it doesn't it does not stop the brown and the black vote because that's literally what has been happening they have been trying to figure out ways to stop the brown and the black vote one of if not the most powerful vote in the united states it is it is and that's why so many other quote-unquote pro-life people work together to get their people in office so they can stop those votes because they know what's up. And those of us who hold the power are so ignorant to it. Ignorant meaning the lack of knowledge. We're so unwise about the fact that we literally can make things happen 
if we work together. But you literally have to put in some work, guys. And it's so simple. It's so simple. It's literally just registering to vote and then showing up to vote. And if you early vote, you don't even have to worry about finding out where where your appropriate uh, election office is or, or voting precinct is. When you early vote, as far as I know, I know in, in North Carolina and in Florida, you can vote anywhere. When you early vote, any precinct or any place that's, 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 that's hosting uh, 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 an election process, you can vote there. The library, a school... Or whatever uh, other place that that they have, uh, what other facility that they have set up, a legitimate place, you could go in out there. You could go out there and literally vote anywhere, and you don't have to wait in a long line, and you don't have to fuss about the weather, and you don't have to fuss about the wait, because when you, when you majority of the time when you early vote, a lot of us will be at work. Or sometimes, unfortunately, people are unaware again, like I'm saying. They're unaware, so they don't even know early, early voting is going on. You guys, we just got to do better. I mean, I'm, it's not even a choice. I'm so serious. We have got to do better. What's next? Clarence Thomas is saying that they should uh, review... Um, what do you say they should, they should review? Uh, gay marriage? And they should review... Um, another one of our rights mind you you didn't say anything about uh, interracial marriage because he's married to Virginia Thomas who comes from a strong um, political family and uh, and wealthy family so they're using their influence and money and position to affect the United States which affects all of us, the quote-unquote little people, and little people, it's more of us than it is of them, but they know as long as they keep us oppressed, we won't care enough, you guys, we got to care, you should care enough for yourself if you don't care about nobody else, be selfish enough to care about yourself since you don't care about nobody else, but those of us who do care, come on guys, y'all, we got to get up, we got to unite. And if you don't like people, you ain't even got to unite with me in in person. Unite with me by just simply going to register to vote. Go online and register to vote. You guys, um, there are so many different websites. You could go to your own local uh, DMV website, your own statewide DMV site. Um, North Carolina, I think it's ncdmv.org, I believe. Also, um, there are different organizations like uh, the ncarpi.org. It's the North Carolina A. Philip Randolph Institute. Uh, they also support support voters registration. They are a big advocate, and um, they are nonpartisan um, nonprofit. Uh, I'm pretty sure I think the ACLU, the Human Rights Campaign. Uh, but if not, like I said, your your local, your statewide DMV, um, and so many other uh, nonprofit, non-biased. Nonpartisan organizations can also help you out and redirect you to where to go on their website. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home, your car, your job, your bathroom if you're sitting on your phone in the bathroom with your ass itself. Just sanitize your phone and wash your hands. But you guys, there's so much we can do if we just actually do it. There's so much we can get done if we actually just do it. 
And the crazy part is, that's all it really takes for some of us is really just, for most of us, is just voting. And the rest gets done by everybody else. Now, if you're a city worker or a county worker or a federal worker, yeah, we do help uh, affect that change and, um, and and help the movement. You know, we, we do become the change that we want to see by doing our parts. By teaching what's right, by implementing correct and good and useful, resourceful education, by doing what's right, by, you know, building up the, the, the parks in the cities and and uh, upgrading the city and making sure the homeless are, are okay and the, uh, the less fortunate are okay and making sure that, you know, people that are living below the poverty line are, have what they need. Um, children are, are, are well-fed and clothed. You know, they have, uh, I believe we all need a wonderful place to live. We don't all need mansions. That's ridiculous. Most of us don't even need all that space. Who's going to clean it? But we all deserve a very clean and safe place to lay our heads, to wake up, to do homework, to study, to work, to eat, to live. We all deserve that. And we can literally have these things, you guys, if we just vote. There's so much money that we put into taxes. There's so much money that we put into taxes. Majority of, I don't know, 70%, maybe 60%, probably 75% of our tax dollars tax dollars go to war they go to research and development they go into uh they go into paying uh majority of our military and they also go into buying a lot of weapons buying a lot of weapons how much fuel do you think um how much fuel do you think you know uh uh, a Navy submarine holds. I mean, it's like nuclear powered. How much does that cost? How much fuel do you think an airship carrier um, holds? How much does that cost? How much does jet fuel cost? How many? Do you guys know that at any given time, there are probably a couple thousand? I won't say the right number because that's not because anybody could be listening. But there are a couple thousand people on the airship carrier. It's like a small city, a small floating city. And all those people have to and deserve to and need to be paid. They are away from our families and they are defending our democracy and our freedom that we are allowing to slip out of our hands. They deserve and they need to be paid for it. But that stuff costs. And if we were doing other things like infrastructure with our money those hundreds of billions of dollars which I mean it sounds like that's a lot but if you really understand hundreds of billions of dollars that literally could be done with like Jeff Bezos Elon Musk they literally could go and buy a country with the kind of money they have So if each of those men could buy a country, how much more work could we do in our own country with the money that we spend on war? Now, I'm not saying stop uh, or defund defund our safety. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying, defund our security. I'm saying if we redirect some of those funds, a lot can get done. We can eliminate homelessness. 
we can find a way to use more renewable energy which which those those uh those laws are now being stripped away by the, from from the EPA and other great places we're, we're losing air quality again which we we've been talking about climate control like everything that matters you guys is literally on a ballot it really is because the people that matter to change those things are already in office and we could get better uh younger people more more eco-friendly more people friendly as far as people that actually care about people and not just money in themselves not just things a lot of people are in office literally just to get rich some are there just to be assholes they really just love money and power And then there are a good few who really want to see change. If I believe that I could become a politician without having to get my hands dirty, I would do it. But at the same time, somebody got to do it. I don't want to be the one to do it, but somebody got to do it. And if somebody decides to step in and step up, you know, I'll support. As long as you're not hurting us. Don't hurt us. Don't hurt us in a process to help us. You can't help us and hurt us at the same time. And when we do not vote, and when we do not support, when we don't participate, we are hurting us. And there's nobody to blame but ourselves. I'm going to say it again. People love to complain, but they will not do anything to help change. I hope that we could be better, y'all. I have ranted, and I'm sorry I had to rant like this, but if you understand what I'm going through, if you understand what's going on right now, if you really know, if you could do more than just talk about it and really understand what's going on, and you're trying to be in... The, in the thick of it to help change it it's frustrating y'all it makes me so upset all you really have to do is put your name on there put your address on there and go about your day now you are a registered voter and when the time comes in November you can help affect the change that's all it takes but something's going on in the psychosis and the psychology of Americans that for some unknown reason we don't ever have no time but if you ever sit around and watch people we don't do nothing with our time. We do nothing with our time. Scrolling on your phone is nothing with your time. I'd rather hang around somebody gardening than somebody sitting there scrolling on their phone. At least they're doing something for themselves and for the earth. Gee whiz. Come on, guys. Let's get better. Let's do better. While running the streets of Raleigh today, I ran into a young lady, um, much like me, out here trying to do the good work, putting our, you know, our feet to the pavement in this crazy heat. Um, she was representing ACLU, and she was speaking about uh, reproductive rights. And you guys are going to hear uh, a snippet of our conversation and what she um, says the the company's doing or the organization's doing right now which is really great um great great work um a lot of pro bono lawyers a lot of work in the courtrooms on our behalf fighting for our rights um so listen in and listen close and when you guys get a chance please go to the aclu um website and uh sign up for the guardianship program so that you guys can donate um at the same time don't forget to donate and hit that subscribe button for me thank you guys so much for listening here's our interview 
Um, I know that the ACLU is about human rights. Yep, that's that's great. Couldn't have said it better. What's or your name again? Krishma. Krishma. Thank you, Krishma. Nonprofit, nonpartisan organization. We're made up of pro bono lawyers. Mm -hmm. So we've done some really good work in the past. Like we helped to integrate public schools with Brown versus Board of Education, legalizing gay marriage with Oberfeld versus Hodges, and we were part of the original Roe versus Wade case 50 mm -hmm. years ago. Um, and in light of the repeal been happening since then in North Carolina specifically is that it's a battleground state yes. we only have 14 clinics to supply 100 counties in state and that's not enough we have 14 clinics 14 I had no idea I'm also new to North Carolina myself that's totally okay um yeah, so we only have 14 clinics and North Carolina is going to be a hot spot um, since it's being surrounded by a lot of states that don't have any exceptions for abortions at all. So Whoa. we're going to see an estimate amount of 11.2 million people who'd come here and kind of overwhelm these clinics who are already understaffed, overworked, mm -hmm. and do not have the resources they need to in order to supply someone with potentially a life-saving procedure. Mm -hmm. um, so with that in mind, you know, the ACLU is trying to fight against some of the anti-choice laws that are in place right now. Had really good success so far with what we've got. We've managed to file an injunction here in North Carolina. It's a 20-week ban. Managed to uh, successfully sue Texas and put a temporary ban on Utah's ban. Um, and we're filing more injunctions in Kentucky, West Virginia, Arizona, the likes, you know. Uh, it's a little bit of the work that we're doing so far, but, you know, again, we're, we are a nonprofit, so we really do depend on grassroots donors. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm out here kind of to do today is hopefully finding people to sign up for ACLU's Guardian for Liberty program. Mm -hmm. And what that membership looks like is that you make a small monthly contribution. It's about $30 a month or a dollar a day. 80% of every dollar that you donate goes directly towards keeping those lawyers in courts uh, in order to protect everyone's constitutional rights. So, yeah. Okay, so it's called the ACLU Guardians. What is it? Guardians for Liberty. Guardians for Liberty. It's about a dollar a day or $30 yeah. a month. Yeah. And it keeps those lawyers in the courts fighting for our rights and our liberties. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.